0: New York Artists Collective. Hello and welcome to the New York Artists Collective podcast. This next one's about. This is the podcast where we interview an artist to discuss the creative songwriting process behind one of their songs. I am your host, Stephanie Manns, singer songwriter and one of the New York Artists Collective producers. Today's guest is Marielle Kraft, here to talk about her brand new single, Better Without You. Marielle Kraft, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you, my dear? Hello.
1: Great. How are you?
0: Very well. Very well. You are coming to us from Philadelphia this evening. I am. Yes. How is Philly?
1: It's lovely. Today was pretty cloudy with a slight chance of rain, but it didn't rain. It was probably 65 degrees. Beautiful weather. I just got some free Chipotle, so I'm well-fed and happy. Things are great.
0: (laughs) You're You're a happy person. I am. So you live in Philly just now, but where are you from? Are you, are, you, are you a Philly native after all?
1: I'm not. So I grew up in Rhode Island, actually. Um, small estate. And then I went to school at University of Delaware. Second smallest state. And then um,
0: now I've settled around Philly. It's been cool. Nice. So you, you like to keep it kind of keep it on the low down in, in the small states. Apparently it wasn't the plan, but <laughs> I find homes here. <laughs> Let's just jump right into it. So we're going to talk tonight about uh, your song Better Without You. Yes, coming out next week. Yeah, coming out May seventeenth. that's that's very exciting. Now, I had to listen to it, and i've I've obviously listened to your stuff before. And when I when I you know hit play, I was like, oh, I was not expecting this. It seemed to me a, like a different direction from what i'd I'd heard a little bit. Like I could hear it kind of going in this direction to some extent. I think in well, it's that thing where you hear something and you think oh, in oh, in hindsight, you're like, oh, that makes sense but I think initially it it felt like a a very different song for me. Is that uh, that fair? It definitely is. I took a few
1: different risks um, with my new music coming out soon, Better Without You being one of the first of this next season of music. Um, I've been in the studio with some new producers who are a little bit more um, pop-influenced, and I love pop music, and I think Better Without You is kind of the first sort of step into a little bit more of the pop world. But I'm also still really trying to maintain my strong and vulnerable songwriting about my life. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you could feel a difference. That's kind of the point. But I do hope that at the end of the song you were like, OK, this is still Marielle. Um, oh, yeah. Because I do want to maintain that balance for sure.
0: In terms of writing this song, I think like when I when I heard it and I've obviously heard your previous stuff, I, I kind of questioned myself as to how would I write a song like this? Because I think for me, you know, I'm such a, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a guitar player and you know, I write on guitar and then I didn't really hear a lot of that sort of girl guitar thing that I would write myself. So I, I was just curious as to how you came to create it.
1: Ah, yes. Interesting you bring that up because this is definitely the first song that doesn't have acoustic guitar in it, which is kind of my signature just like you I'm the girl on guitar kind of act I write all my songs on acoustic that's where I travel where I play with um and this song we went in the more sort of like um electric poppy sort of direction um I did still write it on acoustic guitar but when we were in the studio we translated it to a little bit more of pop sounds which included the electric instead of the acoustic some different piano synthesizers instead of acoustic piano um and yeah, it kind of took shape in the studio, but I did still write it, um, you know, in on my bed, um, just like I do most of my songs with my acoustic.
0: And so in terms of the writing of it, you, you mentioned um, this was part of a, a season of songs that you had written. Um, tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Sure. Yeah. So um, I think that as songwriters and as people, we all go through different kinds of emotional seasons, whether that's due to relationships we're in and out of or transitions in life or Uh, certain you know times of reflection and for me um, this song especially came out of the transition sort of season for me so I was a full-time teacher last year I taught middle school Um, and then at the end of the school year in June of 2018 I made the decision to step away from full-time teaching and jump into full-time music um, because it had been kind of picking up and I'd been stepping into it and momentum was building and I was thinking you know what what is there to lose at this point? I can always be a teacher, but I really want to try music. So I was teaching down in DC. I moved from DC back up toward the Philly area where I went to school and, um, kind of reconnected with a lot of the same community and places that I had established in college at university of Delaware. And so, um, coming back with a new career mindset and, um, a year older, you know, um, and with a new direction of my life, I, um, I sort of sat down and wrote this song because I was reflecting on the fact that I was in the same place that I had been with my community in college, but I felt completely different. I felt like a better version of who I was, and I wanted to make sure that this time, even though it was the same people, same place, same uh, memories, I wanted to make sure that it was different. Um, so this song was kind of like a promise to myself that I was going to take different steps for myself this time rather than um, who I was a couple of years ago. So yeah, that's that's kind of the season that began this next project of songs, um, kind of like leaving behind relationships that maybe you weren't living out your full truth or you um, weren't the best version of yourself and then kind of rediscovering who you are on your own. And so a lot of these songs in my EP that'll be coming out in July kind of reflect on a relationship that was breaking down and then me sort
0: of coming back out of that as an individual. Mm-hmm. Kind of a rebirthing. Yeah, I would say so. That's great. So how many songs are on this new EP? We're looking at
1: six songs right now. We're finishing up this week, actually, right in the studio. Um, We pretty much have it all done, and I'm I'm super excited. It's a little bit more um, of an elevated sound than my last releases, which I'm excited to continue to push myself sonically and with writing and with arrangements. But um, I'm really excited. I think people will love it.
0: Great. Okay, well, we'll talk more about that. Right now, let's have a listen to Better Without You by Marielle Craft.
2: Empathy Working on having a bit more empathy The story's so much deeper than what I can see. Listening before Open up to speak, enough of me, enough of me, recovery, January stripped away the best in me, had to find the beauty in the rest of me, picking up the pieces of what's left of me, building a better me, I don't mean to think about you lately, but I do, but I do. All these memories made with you Made with you When you call me up to ask me back I let it bring with yourself held back
0: I love that song. Um, it's just pop and fun and yet it's still got that vulnerable side that is very, um, typically you.
1: Thank you. That's, that was definitely the goal. I wanted it to be something you can blast in the summer and hang out with, but also still find, you know, some authenticity into.
0: Um, and so the the e p that's coming out in July, um and you were saying you know it's it's part of a this season of songwriting for you. What other themes have you touched on for the e p
1: so um a bunch of the songs are stemming out of sort of the downfall that you feel starting to happen in a relationship you've been in for a long time, but that you necessarily didn't see in the moment, so a lot of it's sort of like the hindsight of looking back at wow, like we weren't made for each other and we were pretty much doomed to fail. But when you're in that relationship in the moment, if you want to keep fighting, you know, you don't want to believe that it's almost over. And so now that I'm out of that relationship and it's been, you know, a year and a half, it's a lot of that has been reflection and growing of, okay, let's look at this clearly. This may not have been the best thing, but there were amazing parts of this. But let's look at it with more of a mature lens. So Mm. some of the songs sort of um focus around that toothbrush is on the ep which i released in february which is um about you know getting back out there after said relationship has ended and wrecked your life and then waking up the next morning and um finding a toothbrush on your bathroom sink much earlier than you anticipated that happening (laughs) um and kind of realizing all at once that maybe you're not ready for something new and maybe you have a lot of healing still to do um but it's okay to still kind of put yourself out there. So that's what Toothbrush is about. And then...
0: I love that song, by the way. I
1: think <laughs> it's, there's, there's such a sweetness to it. Thank you. It, it was definitely meant to be fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And then uh, let me think what else is on there. You you definitely have to get the ballad in, in an EP like that, um, especially if it's about a relationship ending. So there's one song called Box on there that is literally about me receiving a box a couple months after the breakup of all my stuff on my doorstep. Um, And kind of just the literal and figurative reopening of those wounds and those memories when you're truly not ready and then just having to just get through it. So yeah, it's definitely an emotional roller coaster this EP, but it's very much me. It's very much my story. And although it's sometimes terrifying to be vulnerable like that and put it out there, um, I'm really excited to share
0: something new. Mm-hmm. And how do you find songwriting and being vulnerable in the moment? I think, you know, sometimes, um, you find that you need a bit of space from something and sometimes you can just be right in the middle of it and you need to get something out of you. Is there, is there one or the other for you or?
1: it? I, def- I think it changes for me. Um, it depends on the moment. For example, the box one, when I received that box on my doorstep, I literally wrote that song with the box in front of me, you know, just having opened it at two in the morning on my apartment floor. Um, And then, you know, that was something I just truly needed to release because I was just feeling so much. But for some of the other songs, like, you know, Test Drive or this other song called um, Out of River that's going to be on the EP, those two are songs that were written in hindsight because I, I did need that space and time to reflect on what had happened and to be able to have some clarity to put it into words. So, yeah, for me, I think... True, true vulnerability probably happens in the moment because you don't have time to filter it. But some of the other songs I've written that have been more hindsight, I think, have uh, maybe some more thoughtfulness behind it because I was able to be uh, more decisive with what I was going to say since I had time to reflect.
0: And you mentioned that you were a teacher um, full time up until last year. Have you written anything about that in terms of um, the decision and the vulnerability giving up that Security, that financial stability, um, and you know, going to pursue your dream.
1: Oh yeah, all of that is very true. Um, (laughs) I have definitely written a lot. So I write a lot, just you know, in terms of just like keeping a journal. Some of them become songs. Some of them just you know are just journal entries. But I think a lot of that transitional time was in the shape of journal entries. It's kind of hard to write about being a teacher in school without sounding a little bit corny or forced. But I, I did write one song um, called Wings that I'm not sure if do, do you feel this way? Do you ever write songs that you know you're probably never going to play for anybody or at any shows, but they're just for you in that moment? Yes, I do. Yeah. So Wings was one of those songs where it was just sort of like a therapeutic kind of moment in time where I was feeling super alone for the first time since making the decision last summer. And you know, when you're a teacher, you're constantly surrounded by students and faculty and you're at a job and you have people depending on you. And when you make the leap, you're kind of doing it all for yourself. It's kind of like make or break. It's up to you. And there were definitely some moments where I felt a lot of pressure that was completely self-inflicted. And then I felt super alone, like nobody understood what I was going through, blah, blah, blah. So I wrote this song kind of just um, con- like telling myself that people around me, are here to support me and that I'm not alone in this, even if I feel like it sometimes. So yeah, I've written a few reflective songs about that, but I don't know if they'll ever make it to the public, but we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like an interesting one and I'd like to hear it. Um, but to your point, I think there was, there was certainly one that I wrote and, uh, it was never meant to be heard by anyone and I played it to a friend and he was like, yo, you should release that. Mm. And I did. And it's it's you know, because it's so vulnerable, it's, it's one of my most impactful songs, I think. Wow. Um, so yeah, I, I would encourage you to play that one for people.
1: Well, maybe I will now. Thanks for the
0: encouragement. <laughs> Anytime. That's what I'm here for. So, <laughs> um, so obviously, we're both big songwriting nerds. Yes. Um, who do you take a lot of influence from? I think we obviously there's a kind of pop genre um, sure. and influence coming in there. Yeah. Who's, who's where's that from? Well. I mentioned
1: this to you a little bit earlier before the podcast when we were chatting, but I definitely grew up heavily on Taylor Swift. I think a lot of us did in the 20-somethings because, you know, she was the it girl for so long, still is, and she always prided herself on writing her own songs. So, um Something I love to do in my songs is include super descriptive details, like the color of people's eyes or, you know, like the roads we were traveling on. And I definitely pulled that influence from Taylor Swift. And a lot of her songwriting is always like, oh, the initials on my neck, um, the necklace I'm wearing or the wave in your hair. All of those details really paint the picture. So I definitely have pulled that songwriting from her. Um, Another one of my favorite songwriters right now is this writer called Jake Scott. He's kind of like an up and coming sort of like pop singer-songwriter but he puts out one song every month instead of just EPs or albums. He's been doing it for mm-hmm. over a year. So, um I definitely admire his ability to like be super consistent um and like very very strong every month with his songwriting. I think some of us like write over time and then kind of collect some of the best and then release them like once or twice, once a year, once every two years or whatever in a project. But the fact that he can constantly pump out high quality songwriting and release them and be brave enough to do that is something so admirable to me. And his songwriting is, again, super vulnerable, but he uses a lot of simple phrasing to make really deep and impactful points Um, And I think that there's such an art in that, in not over explaining something, but still really getting your point across.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And I, there are two things that I think I would like to reflect on with you. And the first is one, um, it might be that obviously on the social media side of things, that's what we're seeing. And we're seeing him release one a month. It might be that he recorded 10 and then he sort of slow released them um which is True. possible if he is doing it one a month um and they are to that standard and he's managing to get in the studio and do them that's amazing and then so the second and the second point i think which is really interesting is i don't know if you you were, you've um heard of how uh, jerry seinfeld used to write his jokes no actually he um used to write a joke a day and okay. he would not let himself get through a day without having written his one joke and it didn't matter if it was bad it was just the process of writing and for mm-hmm. him getting to assess- as successful as he has, has has been more about the process and the determination and the diligence of of doing the process it, he he always said that he wasn't ne- he was never necessarily that funny or that talented it's more mm-hmm. about the time that he put in doing it
1: yeah, I totally think that that definitely applies to music too. Um I'm not somebody who can write a song every day, but I definitely try to at least write something every day, whether that's, you know, two sentences of a reflection or something I'm grateful for or a question that I'm wondering about. Um I think the same sort of thing you were saying like that process of just getting your brain moving and writing and forming words is going to help regardless of if it becomes a song or not.
0: Yeah, I think the the sort of creative process is not just writing a song, I think it comes in many forms. Yeah, um, absolutely. And we need to be open to all of them. Mm. Um, so let's bring it back to New York. So you've, you've played New York a few times.
1: I have, yeah. I've played Rockwood Music Hall three times now. One on stage one and then two times in stage three.
0: And you're releasing your EP on July 20th at Rockwood Music Hall, stage two this time.
1: Yes, stage two. I'm excited to, uh, to try my hand at the... The biggest Rockwood stage, they tell me. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that'll be on July 20th um, at actually 7 p.m. Yeah, it's at 7 p.m.
0: How do you find New York? Is it is it, um, a ter- you know, when you first came, was it a terrifying place to play? I mean, what, what drove you here?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think for me as starting this career about a year ago, the goal was always you've got to play New York, you've got to play New York. There was just something about telling people that, oh, I have a show in New York City that just sounded so next level. And, you know, of course, it is, but it's not at all. Um, but it, it still is cool just to, to feel like you've made it in some capacity by playing New York. But yeah, I mean, every time I'm there, the crowds have been so welcoming and they've been growing each time. And um, a lot of people try to convince you that New Yorkers don't care about you because there's so many other things to do. But my experience with Rockwood is that it definitely is a place of music appreciation and people have been going out of their way to come and bring friends and support and listen to my stories and hear my music and, and stream it later. Um, so New York has been nothing but super welcoming and warm to me. And I I love to have the opportunity to keep coming back. Come back to the big city, move to the big city. Why not? I have a bunch of friends who live there and I visit a lot and stay with them. Um, so it's tempting. So, but maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so with the, uh, the EP release, are you, where, where else are you playing?
1: So we've got four, um, EP release shows with my backing band, which I'm super stoked for. We're starting out in Boston on Friday, July 20, Nope. Friday, July 19th in Boston. And then Saturday, July 20th in New York city. And then the following weekend, we will be, um, in Philly on Friday, the 26th of July. And, um, and then finally we'll finish out in DC on the 27th on Saturday.
0: And all of those details will be on your website, which will be in the episode details.
1: Yes, exactly. And tickets are available on May 21st for all shows.
0: Wonderful. Um, Well, July 20th, that is a Saturday. I very much hope to be at that show unless uh, I have have absolutely no excuse right now. And I don't intend to have an excuse, but I would love to be at that show and and see your EP, EP release. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Would love to see you. I, do you have do you have a a t shirt or a badge or something I could wear to show my support?
1: Oh, Steph, of course I do. Come on. <laughs> I awesome. I have plenty of shirts. I'm actually in the midst right now of designing new merch for this new project. So you will be among the first to even have availability of this new merch, which will be t shirts and stickers and pins and. We know we. I had a song called Toothbrush come out, so I have custom Marielle Craft toothbrushes. They are <laughs> dentist approved, um, and they're they're pretty awesome. They come in six colors. We are very inclusive here. Um, I love it, but yeah, so it'll it'll be pretty awesome. You'll have plenty of options.
0: I would love. I will get myself a T-shirt and a toothbrush. Amazing, and I, can, <laughs> and I can leave it at someone's house in a very expecting kind of way. I hope that you do. I definitely <laughs> think that that's what it's made for. <laughs> Oh, dear. I need to have a cup of tea and calm down. Um, <laughs> Marion Craft, it's been such a pleasure chatting to you. I love the song. I wish you all the best with it. And I look forward to seeing you when you're in New York. Thank
1: you. I cannot wait to see you. Thanks for having me and thanks for all you do to support musicians everywhere.
0: My pleasure. Marion Craft, thank you very much. Thanks the wonderful and very talented Marielle Kraft. Uh, you can find Marielle she is at Marielle Craft on Instagram She's Marielle Craft K-R-A-F-T K-R-A-F-T.com. next week on the podcast we have Brandon Mills in the studio he's here to tell us about his new song and how excited he is to perform in the round uh, with the New York Artists Collective on May 25th alongside Rebecca Haviland and Kelsey Hunter you can find out all of those details from our website Collective.com. and if you haven't subscribed to the podcast why not give it a like I'm Stephanie Mans, thanks for listening. See you next time. New York Artists Collective.